Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you this great day because it is a great day. It's the Lord, Lord's day, and we're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. And I want you to pray with me before we start. Lord, I thank you so much for this day. Thank you for all our listeners, Lord. And I pray that if anyone here is struggling, anyone here listening today is struggling and needs your hand, that they would reach out and they would call upon you and they would know you hear them and do you answer their prayers. Lord, you are so faithful to us. Lord, I look back at my years of my life, how faithful you've been. Lord, how we have walked through struggles, but you were there. Walked through some very dark times, but you were there. Lord, be there for every listener today. God, whatever they might be dealing with, right this moment, maybe somebody's in tears as I speak. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray you bring peace to their lives. Bring them closer to you. Thank you that they've tuned in to radio today, and may you bless them and lead them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I was talking about the high tides and low tides of life and how in life we have all sorts of struggles. We have all all sorts of storms. And I used the example of storms in Mark chapter 4 yesterday. And you could read that if you'd like, Mark chapter 4 and then also 1 Peter 4.12. I just, it's just so important for us to understand what these things are about because God knows the way, and he wants to see us and help us to be the best people we can be. Sometimes people, we think things are going where there's a perfect world out there. Well, I got news for you. We do not live in a perfect world. And even around your church, it's not a perfect church. Some people say, well, our church, you know, we struggle. Every church struggles. Why? Because Jesus is being proclaimed, and wherever Jesus is being proclaimed, the enemy wants to interfere. That happened in Galatians, Ephesians, uh, the Church of Sardis, the Church of Philadelphia, you know, all, Laodicea. It happened in all those places. You know that the enemy does not want God to succeed, Jesus to be glorified. You know, wouldn't it be great to live in a place where there is perfect bliss without temptations or trials of this world? You know what? There is a place. It's called heaven. It's called a place someday when you believe that Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you pass on, you're going to spend eternity with him enjoying the beauty of heaven, the bliss of heaven, the joy of the Lord, the joy of those around you. But we must understand this. When the rain falls on just, the Bible says it's going to fall on the just and the unjust alike. None of us will be immune to the tactics of the enemy. I don't care how close you are to the Lord. The enemy will be there. He'll be trying to knock you down. Just you and I both know we're not immune to the enemy. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you believe that? Do you believe that today? Do you believe the Holy Word of God? Are you standing on His promises? There's an old hymn called Standing on the Promises of God. Are you standing on the promises of God? There are some people listening today whose life is in a raging storm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a marriage situation. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe it's a financial situation. You can't pay your bills. Maybe it's a health situation. You know, maybe you're having a heated battle with your relationships. 
call upon the Lord. Realize that he will see you through. Some people are on a sinking ship and they're sinking fast. And they don't think Jesus cares when in fact he cares deeply about your life and is anxious for you to turn it around. He is only a prayer away. Sometimes people choose not to follow God's ways. And I can tell you this, there are always consequences. I'm amazed watching lives how some people continue to live in the vile sin when they know they're slapping Jesus in the face. They're slapping him in the face because they're saying, we don't believe you. Our life is a mess and we blame you. I've heard that recently from somebody who's just literally blaming God. I thought to myself, boy, I wouldn't be playing with that. Man, God could take us out in a heartbeat if he chose to. He loves us, but he wants us to call upon him. A few years ago, there came a news camera doing coverage of Hurricane Andrew, which destroyed many homes in Florida. And the cameras panned this area, and every home was crushed. But there was one home that was standing perfectly in the midst of the rubble all around them. And the owner was picking up his yard. So the camera went over, and they asked the man, how come that his was the only house standing? And the man responded, I built this house myself, and I also built it according to Florida code. When the code called for two-by-six roof trusses, I built it with two-by-six building trusses. I was told that the house built according to code could withstand a hurricane. I did, and it held up. It could have been that no one else built according to code. You don't know. This man understood that the storms were coming. You know, he's in Florida. And, and it's nothing to do with him. It was about the area he lived. His job was to be prepared. And he was prepared. Jesus is with us during the storm, just like he was with the disciples. But we are seeking him to pull us through. Jesus couldn't understand why they were so afraid. He asked them, don't you have faith? You remember that in the scripture yesterday? Don't you have faith? Why did you call upon me? You thought this storm was going to overcome? But the same question needs to be posed to us today. Do we have faith to believe God will help us to overcome? Jesus is hoping that the faith the disciples had seen in the past would continue with them. Oh, how fast we forget about the hand of God in our lives and we slip back to our foolish ways. How often has that happened in our lives, folks? Things are going great. We're on a spiritual high. We're moving forward. The church is just moving at a 100% clip and our lives are going fantastic. Then all of a sudden, something hits and we have a major stumbling block. And all of a sudden, God has gone out the window. Folks, I watched that growing up in my household. My dad was counseling people and I remember some marriages that he was counseling that their marriage went to pot, and so then they came to Jesus, and then once uh, their life went on, got a little better, they threw Jesus back out again, literally, and uh, they end up with their struggles again. That happens so often in life. You know, when the going gets tough, yeah, too many times the tough get going. Too many times people say, well, I've, I've had enough. And Jesus isn't doing anything with me. The church isn't doing anything. What is the church? It's a bunch of hypocrites. Well, certainly there's hypocrites in the church. You, that's where you want them so they can get their lives turned around and get moving. The church isn't for all the saints. The church is a hospital for those that need help. 
You come in thinking everybody's perfect in your church. I don't know where you're going, but I'd like to know because that's that's a perfect place, and that sounds like heaven to me, and we look forward to that when that day comes. He understands your position. He understands your situation. I'm a, I may not. Others may not. But Jesus does, and he is anxious. Listen to this. He is anxious to be a part of your lives. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12 says, The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the people, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. People, do you hear this verse? He watches over those who do right. But if you're living in evil and your face is turned against him, you know what? You're going to struggle. God is never in a hurry. Jesus could have jumped up and claimed this, calmed the storm just before it even happened. But he had to be woken up. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 says, When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at the just the right time, and he dies for us sinners. He comes just at the right time. He knows your every need. He is waiting for your call. He is waiting for you to call upon him. Would you do me a favor today? Would you call upon him? Maybe in a moment when this show finishes, that you call upon God and say, Lord, I need you. I'm struggling in this situation. I'm having a hard time forgiving my friend. Lord, I'm struggling at work with these associates who treat me poorly. Lord, would you help me? Lord, my marriage isn't as solid as it should be. Would you help me? Lord Jesus, give me wisdom in my finances. Lord, help me. Trials come to build your faith. 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7, you know, it talks about honoring when Jesus comes that, you know, trials are going to help you grow and you're going to help you learn and help you uh, be a part of your way back, be a part of your way back and that we can make it. We can make it, but we have to put our faith and trust in him. We can't do it on our own. I have never been able to do it on my own. And when I start doing it on my own, guess what? I fall flat. I have fallen flat time after time in my life. You know, people think, oh, pastors, they have it right, and they do all these right things. You know, sometimes we make poor decisions, too. Sometimes things don't go the way that we wanted them to go, or we didn't make the right decision. I look back, and there's decisions I wished I would have made, and some I made some poor choices. Thank the Lord he forgives us and gives us new hope. But First Peter 1, 6 and 7 says, In all this you greatly rejoice, Though now for a little while you have had to suffer grief of all kinds. These have come so that you're proving your genuineness of your faith. You know, and it's worth more than gold, which perishes, perishes even in refined fire. But you know, he was telling us even in verse 4, and into the inheritance that can never perish, spoil and fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through the faith are, are shielded by God's power until his coming. People of God, you are shielded by God's power. He will give you strength. God sees a big picture. He knows those of you who are willing to serve and those who are just playing games. You know what? There is uh, too many people playing games. Believe God. He will watch over you. He will lead you. People of God, it's time. It's a high tide and storms are coming. Are you spiritually prepared to deal with them? Make a decision today to follow Jesus all the way and ask him for help. Heavenly Father, lead our people.
open their hearts, help them to sell out to you and trust you to take care of them during these times. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.